Welcome to Australian Hiker, your online hiking resource. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 167 of the Australian Hiker Podcast, and in this week's episode, we're talking Christmas gift ideas for hikers. But it's only November. (laughs) It's only November, that's right. Now, it's that time of the year again when we do start to consider gifts for that special hiker in your life. In this episode, we focus on the best and brightest products, including a number which have been released over the past year. Now, just because it's Christmas doesn't mean you have to spend up big. And in fact, there's a number of ideas that cost either nothing at all or very little uh, that will be really appreciated if people were to get them. When purchasing Christmas gifts, it's best to avoid the grand gestures unless the gift receiver has been really specific about the request. And I suppose in this instance, think about getting a, an expensive gift from somebody that you don't really want. Um, you know, if you're not sure, stick to the small presents, give gift vouchers, or alternatively, just ask them what they want. Given the massive upswing in online shopping in 2020, brought about by the COVID pandemic, many retailers have warned of delays to deliveries. And again, Australia Post itself has, has advised to order early, otherwise you're going to be waiting till the last day before Christmas, before things may or may not turn up. So if you're planning on ordering online, or even for that matter, if you're planning on going to a bricks and mortar store and purchasing, don't leave it until the last minute because you may find the product that you're after isn't available. In the following podcast episode, we discuss gift ideas in price categories with something to suit all budgets, ranging from not spending money at all through to the the big, big grand gestures. One comment I would make in particular, uh, and in talking to some retailers and manufacturers and suppliers earlier this year, is that there's uh, some gear that uh, a lot of the uh, importers will be wanting to clear out, uh, and there are some gear as a result of uh, the lack of sales in some areas uh, hasn't been replaced with the latest and greatest with the manufacturers holding off. One comment that I would make here is that this year in particular, the stores are looking at clearing stock after the impact of COVID and last summer's bushfires. So there are many items which we'll talk about in this episode that are actually cheaper than their recommended retail price. Uh, And there may also be some items that we discuss that are in short supply. So if you are thinking of buying Christmas gifts for that hiker, don't leave it till the last minute. We hope you enjoy. So the first price category we're going to talk about is uh, spending no money at all. Um, And this will appeal to a lot of people, um, particularly having had such a tough year. But it will also appeal to the recipient. And what we're talking about is you providing a little bit of your effort or contributing some of your time so uh, your hiking loved ones uh, can get out and about. A couple of categories are here. Uh, things like uh, babysitting services to let some 
hiking adults get out and have some time alone, uh, drop off and pick up services uh, for hikers to get them to and from uh, the trailheads. And you'll note that uh, some of the hikes that we've done recently, uh, we had to do a little bit of a double back and, uh, you know, it wasn't entirely convenient to park in one place, go on the hike and come all the way back. So, you know, it it can be a big help uh, to drop some people off and be there to pick them up when they need it. Another really good one is offering to go on a hike with someone. If you're not a usual hiker, go on a hike with um, a hiking friend who doesn't have a hiking buddy. Um, That's a really big one. Sometimes really small barriers can get in the way of people getting out into the bush. And uh, this is is one I do for Tim every year. I uh, allow... Uh, Tim uh, to go on um, a long hike or something that he's always wanted to do um, by himself and uh, you know and make the arrangements to ensure that is as smooth and as safe as possible um, and support him in doing that. Now before we start talking about gear in, in specific and starting to spend money the obvious one is gift vouchers uh, and gift vouchers will usually always be appreciated by most hikers the, de- the obvious downside here is that the receiver knows how much you've spent and it can be a bit impersonal. The upside is that the receiver can buy exactly what they want and if they are saving for that big ticket item, every little bit helps. Most stores will often give vouchers with a range of prices to suit everybody. So if you know that your hiking person that you're about to buy a present for shops at a particular store, um, go through and buy vouchers from there. Uh, That will make things much easier for them. Yeah, and if you're the hiker, then you can drop a number of hints as well um, about your favourite hiking store um, and hopefully you you might get some gift, gift vouchers in return. One thing I would say with gift vouchers, um, you will find that they start from very small amounts and can go up as far as you like. So uh, if you really want to only spend $20, $25, that's easy. If you want to spend $1,000 on gift vouchers, you can also do that as well. Yeah, and I guess one thing to um, highlight here is that if you're living in a different place or a different location uh, to your hiker or someone's going to buy a gift for you, they they can actually make arrangements for the gift voucher to turn up in your inbox. So um, that that's always a nice thing that uh, you can do for someone. You don't have to physically hand it to them. Uh, you can make sure it gets to them in other ways. From here, we'll go to gift ideas under $20. And this is quite a, a good, handy little uh, category. Um, you know, it's it's not a bad option for the young kids to buy their parents' presents. Uh, and, you know, it's it's normally something that's uh, it's small enough that it can be managed. And things that fall into this category uh, are things like freeze-dried meals. And I know not everybody likes freeze-dried meals. A lot of people like to prepare their own food. But there's nothing... Nothing handier than had a, a couple of freeze-dried meals in the cupboard. Uh, and if you go on a hike unexpectedly and you haven't prepared any any food and you go deciding to go on an overnight camp at the, at the drop of a hat, uh, being able to grab something out of the cupboard and, and you're right to go makes things much easier. Yeah, and they last a long time and they're quite reasonably priced. So, um, you know, everybody um, should be able to afford something like that. Things like... 
hiking cutlery uh, and for me the GSI Essential Spoon Long Handled is my my weapon of choice at the moment. <laughs> uh, it's actually a, a plastic spoon. Uh, it's a heavy duty plastic spoon and it's got a siliconized head on it. It's really quite a, a, a comfortable thing to eat with. A lot of the metal spoons yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is not the not the most comfortable things in your mouth, and this this really is quite good, and it copes with things things like nut butters, which can be a bit hard to deal with sometimes. Yeah, some of the the metal spoons I found to be a little bit industrial. Yeah, and that's roughly around about the thirteen dollar mark. So again, nice and easy, and also lightweight. The Cedar Summit X Cup. This is a collapsible uh, drinking cup uh, that folds away and is relatively lightweight. Um, not everyone likes these sort of cups, but they they are pretty popular, uh, and they take up virtually no space at all in your in your pack. Uh, and again, for around about fifteen dollars, DVDs and Blu-rays. And we've done quite an extensive review of a number of different well-known uh, hiking-based and outdoor-based movies over the past four years. Um, there's some obvious ones like Wild and A Walk in the Woods, but there's also some lesser-known ones that are quite in, uh, enjoyable. And I know that not everyone buys DVDs and Blu-rays these days. There's a lot of people into streaming. Uh, but, you know, the thing with the, the DVDs and Blu-rays, most people still have a player at home. Uh, and as a result of the streaming, the price on purchasing them, uh, the Blu-rays and the, the DVDs is, is relatively cheap, you know, even to the point of being, you know, 8 9 $10 in a lot of cases. So they're actually quite competitive with purchasing a streaming movie. Yeah, and I... For me, I think I, I like having uh, DVDs because it means, you know, you have them sitting there and you watch them and watch them and re-watch them and, uh, you know, when it's a particularly um, rainy afternoon or, or, you know, the weather's not so fabulous or you for some other reason you can't get out, there's nothing better than, you know, watching a good hiking movie and, um, and enjoying the scenery um, as well as the... The, the story that goes along with it. Okay, so from here, we're moving up to uh, the next price category, and that's uh, hiking equipment under the $40 mark. Uh, and that includes uh, books. Now, you can actually get books cheaper than $20, but most of them seem to be the $20 to $30, $20 to $40 mark. Uh, and there's quite a lot of books in that sort of range. A lot of them will be, be reflected in the movies, so... Books like Wild, which is, can be bought in a, a movie or a book form. Um, there's children's books. Uh, there's books that are historically based uh, and more factual. Uh, there's books that um, are just plain fun. Things like Boots, McFarlane, Cartoon Book are quite a, a good little book for, to give uh, that hiker in your life. Things like compasses. Every hiker, if they're getting serious, should own a compass. And compasses are one of those things that range from the relatively inexpensive all the way up to the horrendously expensive. Uh, but certainly um, the Sunto A30 compass is one of the most popular compasses on the market at the moment. Um, and usually, while it's often sold for the recommended retail price of more around the $50 mark, typically you can find it for, for under the $40 mark. So keep an eye out for that. So the next category we're looking at is gift ideas um, from 40 to under $100. And the first one on our list is the arcade belt. And uh, this is a big favourite of ours. It is just under $50. 
Um, but we absolutely love it. It's the most comfortable belt that we've uh, worn. Uh, there's male and female versions and a lot, a range of different colours. And, uh, you know, we even, uh, when we wash our pants, wash the belt attached uh, to uh, the pants. So don't even bother pulling the, the belt out. Just throw it in the wash with the pants. So, you know, can't get any better than that for me. And this is this is sold as the world's most comfortable belt, uh, and yeah, it, it, that may be a bit of overestimation here, but it is a very very comfortable belt to wear. So yeah. definitely definitely one we do enjoy using. Yeah, well, I'd be happy to use that that framing as the world's most comfortable belt. <laughs> okay, and the next item we're going to look at is the Sea to Summit Eros Premium Pillow, and uh, we actually did a, a review of this one, and uh, we've both used it. It's a really, really, really comfortable pillow. It's just under $70. Um, you know, it's probably getting up there a little bit, but if uh, the need for a comfortable pillow is the really important thing for you, then this is absolutely the way to go. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure your hiking friend, if it's uh, not for you, I'm sure your hiking friend will have already told you about this. From here, we're going slightly different to the Wakao Nano Presso coffee maker. <laughs> uh, now, I'm in all honesty, I have no idea how this name is pronounced, but I'm sticking with the Wakao. Wakao. Okay, yeah, it just doesn't look Nano right. Nano Presso. Nano will work. We went through and reviewed a number of different methods and options for making coffee, and this is by far the best choice around. It really, it, it, it almost simulates the $1,000 coffee machines in what it produces. It doesn't produce a lot of coffee. It's really just a very small hit. Um, I tend to be a coffee snob. I'll only drink certain types of coffee, uh, and this is one of the few times that I'll, I like drinking coffee without milk. It really does perform very well. Not the lightest thing on the market. There are much lighter ways to produce coffee, but if you want good quality coffee, this is probably your best option. That's a big claim to say that it rivals $1,000 coffee machines, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see what people say about that. Well, at least from my perspective anyway. I've, I've had coffee from the expensive machines and ones for these, and I'm quite happy to have the coffees from these. Quite, They really are good. Now on to tent pegs. People can never have enough tent pegs. No, that's um, you. You uh, can never have enough tent pegs. Um, and I must admit, I don't buy cheap tent pegs. Um, <laughs> I don't think you buy cheap anything, Tim. <laughs> Um, Why should the tent pegs be any different? And, and what we're looking at here is the MSR Carbon Core tent pegs. Now, six tent pegs at just under $80, they're not a cheap tent peg. Having said that, MSR is probably best known. They produce tents. They produce a number of things like snowshoes. Uh, they produce tent pegs. These pegs really are a high-quality, high-grade uh, product. Uh, a lot of the cheap knockoff style of tent pegs, you hit them with a rock or a, a mallet and you bend or break them. These things are very reliable. And the carbon cores, I, depending on where I'm going, if I'm going through Central Australia, these are an ideal tent peg uh, because when you try to drive a peg into very rocky ground, you need the thin tent pegs. Uh, and these ones uh, at around about six grams each are about as light as you get. 
uh, and they do the job really well. So, um, you know, you, yes, you can buy some really cheap 10 pegs, and there's no argument there, but if you want really good quality 10 pegs, the MSRs really do do the job. From there, uh, an obvious one for a lot of people is uh, magazine subscriptions. And there's a couple of different magazines on the market at the moment, um, but the Great Walks magazine is just one example. Uh, and a, an annual subscription, which is seven issues, uh, is $84. Uh, and that price hasn't changed in the last 12 months. Um, and it it really is one of uh, Australia's main uh, outdoor magazines uh, and definitely something that if you're looking at getting into hiking or looking for a bit of inspiration, it's a good option and a good way to go. Yeah, and I, th- I think these ones, you know, the magazines, um, the supporting your hiking friends to get out, not not spending a lot of money, um, by doing that, they're all about experiences, and I think the magazines in particular, are, um, and and even the the books and and the DVDs, they're about providing an experience for people, not necessarily a thing. Now, the next item we're going to talk about is the Dejo Tattoo Naked Topography Knife. For many many years, I wouldn't carry a knife on a hike. Uh, I must admit, the only thing I do use my knife for <laughs> is cutting cheese on the, on the first two days of a hike. Um, uh, yeah, and usually I'd just break it yeah. in half or I'd stab it with a spoon. Um, We're talking about cutting a block of cheese. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> um, and I got given this knife or gifted this knife a few years ago. It's a work of art. It's a really comfortable knife to hold. It's very lightweight. And when I accidentally left it behind on the Bibbulmun track, uh, I actually went around and purchased one uh, myself because I, I love this knife. Um, they make a number of different models. They make them with, with and without wooden or carbon fibre handles. Um, but these are a very attractive, uh, very high-quality knife um, that most hikers would appreciate. Yeah, I think so. And... and uh you know, one item in your hiking pack that's just um, beautifully designed and um, functional as well. You know, that's there's, there's, that's a pretty good uh, a pretty good gift option, I think. The BioLite headlamp, the three thirty lumen rechargeable headlamp. This is one we have tested over the last year, and there are so many good headlamps on the market from uh, the main manufacturers. This one's a bit unique in that it has a the battery pack on the back. The uh, lighting unit on the front, as a result, is really slimline and lightweight, and you know it almost feels like you've just got a headband on rather than the headlight. So, from a comfort perspective, um, not the light, not the best thing to lie on your pillow and be staring up at the world uh, and reading that way. Uh, but in every other respect, this is a really comfortable light that. Uh, that throws a lot of uh, intense light in the right direction uh, and uh, is is quite a good one. I'd be quite happy to be gifted with on this one. And last but not least in this category is a product we reviewed not long ago, and that's the MSR ThruLink Inline Micro Water Filter. Now, this water filter is, uh, I must admit, I from a point of view of using inline water filters, I've tried them in the past. There are some well-known brands around, 
but I'd found with other brands, you had to, when you put them in line into a water bladder, you were having to suck the water out through the, uh, the drinking tube. Yeah. And it just created, it was just annoying more than anything else. This filter has a background from the US military. It's the one they use. Um, and you do hardly even notice that it's actually there because the, the impact of it on the water flow is almost non-existent. Uh, it's really easy to attach into a water bladder line, uh, and that was part of one of the issues as well, that you, by making it so easy to connect and disconnect, um, it's, it's, it's a really good unit. Um, this unit has now found a home on my long-distance uh, hiking gear, uh, and it's something I will take on my long-distance hike, which I'm just about to start in the next week or so. Now we're going to start shifting to the $100 to $300 category, and we're starting to get a bit more serious here. I would probably say in this sort of category and above, not to buy these sort of presents without a bit of pre-warning. I'm sure you would have been well primed if, you know, someone was expecting you to spend this amount of money. Um, you, you probably would have had a whole lot of hints by now, I would have thought. So, uh, again, there is so much option and so much choice in this range. Um, but, you know, you're starting to, to contribute to more serious pieces of equipment for your hiker. The first one is the Jetboil Zip Cooking System. I'm a big fan of canister stoves. Um, I, when I go solo hiking, uh, this is the, I take the Jetboil Zip with me. It, the quantity of water that it boils, the size and the weight works really well. Um, and from my perspective, the little uh, small 100 gram gas canisters will last me for the style of cooking slash drinking that I do for a period of around about 12 days. Um, yeah, which means on my upcoming hike, which I'm planning on doing uh, 11 days in total, I'll get away with one canister and everything will fit quite comfortably and compactly inside the actual uh, cooking canister itself. From here, sleeping mats. Now, everyone needs a sleeping mat of some sort. There is a huge range on the market. One of the newer products that's available is the Cedar Summit Etherlite XT sleeping mat. Uh, and this is a lightweight, comfortable, and warm mat for under $250. It's by no means the lightest weight mat on the market, but it's reasonably lightweight. Um, it's reasonably quiet as far as sleeping mats are concerned, uh, and it is a very comfortable mat, which I don't mind. And the last product in this category is the Black Diamond Distance Carbon Z tracking poles. And I've been using these for around about three years now. And prior to that, I was using a pair that were the non-carbon version. The carbon version are, up, are lighter weight ones. And as a result, they're a more expensive pole. These are a non-adjustable pole. They recommended retailers just on $300. But usually you can buy them for less than that. Um, if I'm doing long-distance hiking, they pretty much are in my hands unless I'm walking on road or bitumen. Uh, if I'm on natural trail, they are in my hands, so I'm not having to carry them in the pack. Uh, and I just find they just, uh, they just work so well for me. Um, but again, it's the sort of thing that some people would like adjustable poles, some people have preferences. But um, again, these are a great pole. 
The next category we're going to look at is gift ideas, uh, $300 to $1,000. And uh, again, this is getting pretty serious in price. And, uh, you know, don't don't, uh, explore this bracket without some pretty specific guidance um, from your hiker. Or if you're the hiker and you want others uh, to make the purchase, um, maybe go along and and help them do that so they can be sure that they get it right. Uh, The first one we're going to look at is the Cedar Summit Spark 3 Sleeping Bag. Um, This is, I think, what I can only describe as a weird-looking sleeping bag. Um, It almost seems as if it's transparent. Um, but it's the most amazingly warm bag. Uh, I think I was incredibly surprised um, at how warm it was. Um, it's under $670, so not uh, not cheap, um, but super warm, super lightweight. And I think from my perspective, if I could only own one sleeping bag, uh, this we, this would definitely be the bag that I would use. Um, you know, yes, it's going to be a bit of overkill for the middle of summer, uh, but if you're looking at a bag that it will take you through from summertime all the way through to relatively cold conditions, this one will do it, and it's extremely lightweight. Yes, you do pay for it, um, uh, but it really is worth it. And there is a female version, which is the Flame Sleeping Bag, uh, which is just slightly slightly different specifications. It is actually slightly warmer uh, and a different colour pattern on it as well. Yeah, and I, I did test it out during uh, our COVID uh, winter months uh, in our backyard and um, I was really, really, really quite surprised. I, I deliberately um, toned down the... the uh, the lining and toned down the clothing I was wearing, just to test it out. And uh, yeah, I was I was very surprised at uh, how warm I was on a very cold night. Now the next product we're going to talk about is probably a gift for the hiker and the hiker's family, uh, and this is the Garmin mm-hmm. Inreach Explorer Plus. Um, this, from my perspective, uh, is my personal locator beacon, as well as my GPS. Um, and it's a, a satellite communication device as well. Not cheap, just under $700, uh, but what it does mean is when your hiker goes wandering for weeks in the middle of nowhere, um, unless they're living in a cave for that period, you'll be able to contact them quite frequently and quite easily, uh, send them a text message, make sure they're okay, and there's even the option of being able to follow them online on a map um, in real time if that's what you want to do. Usually I'll put a time delay in there so um, if people want to follow me there's a, a lag uh, but you know if you want want to follow someone in real time that's the option. Yeah I must admit from my perspective um, that that's it's under seven hundred dollars um, you know that's a lot of money but uh, uh, it's definitely worth the value for the people who are sitting at home waiting for you to turn up again. And um, I, I don't know how old yours is now, but I've, I reckon it's more than um, paid for itself in terms of uh, the level of comfort and uh, the visibility it gives. 
So mine's just on two and a half years old. One thing I will advise people here, there is a subscription fee that comes with this. Um, and for me, the subscription fee is probably around about $300 a year. Um, I increase the service that I get when I go hiking. Um, I decrease it and cut it quite back in the quieter months. So I'm not paying for paying for things that I don't use. But yeah, it's, it's, it's as peace of mind uh, and safety this is a great item. So if people, are, a family, are worried about you going wandering, this will keep. This will make things much easier for all people concerned. Last but not least in our list of equipment tonight is the big Agnes Copper Spur Two Platinum version. Now we <laughs> spent much of last year uh, being able to test out this unit, um, and if you go hiking in Australia's alpine area. It's got a white translucent sort of appearance and it basically disappears in amongst the rocks. Um, Some people were a little bit un uncharitable in terms of uh, describing what it looked like. Um, I, you know, you can have a look at the, the picture in the, uh, the article that goes with this post podcast and you can tell us what you think. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's a, uh, a, a it's, it is a full two person tent. It's not a two person tent that suits one and a half people. Mm -hmm. um, it's not cheap. Again, it's sitting. Um, it is sitting under the thousand dollar mark. Uh, and again, as I mentioned, you can often get these uh, on sale. Uh, but they are a an exceptionally good tent. Uh, uh, and, and this is one of the tents that if you're looking for a a tent that weighs roughly just on around about the 1.1, 1.2 kilo mark uh, that will suit two people. This is a great way to go. Okay, so just to round this off, uh, there really is no end to what you can buy the Avid Hiker. Um, the main thing to do is to pay attention to the strategically placed gear reviews that are lying around the house. Um, and if you have any doubt whatsoever, just ask them. Um, you know, if they're a brand new hiker, they'll often appreciate uh, a lot of the smaller gifts. Uh, but again, before you do go out and buy that big ticket item, really go through and check with them if that's, you know, if you don't know or if you want to check that that's what they're really after. Um, as we said, 2020 has been a challenging year in so many ways for everyone. So it's more important than ever to get back to basics. So whatever gifts you decide to you're going to purchase, uh, grasp the opportunity to express how much those around you mean to you. Yeah, I think, you know, let, let's uh, see a little bit of joy and a little bit of, um, you know, basic humanity in this just amazingly challenging year that we've all had. One final comment that I would make here, and I know this is comments that I've had when I've done similar posts or podcasts in the past, is we tend to be big fans of supporting brand name manufacturers. Yes, you can buy um, things from overseas companies uh, and overseas internet sites. Uh, and in a lot of cases, they're knockoff designs. Uh, the quality is nowhere near as good, and that's reflected in the price. The price is certainly much cheaper as well. Um, but these companies that we like to use have spent an awful lot of time and money investing in the technology and the design, um, and if people don't buy their product, uh, the products won't be available on the market, basically. 
so, you know, yes, you can buy cheaper products, but support the brand name manufacturers and support the Australian manufacturers and suppliers and retailers where you can. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think we've all um, learned the lesson of buying local, buying um, in Australia, buying Australian if, if it's all at all possible. So, uh, yeah, let's get out there and make a statement at Christmas too. Okay, now on to the podcast, which is due for release next week. And we just want to give you a bit of pre-warning on this one. Next week's episode will be Australian Hikers' fourth birthday on the 11th Yay. of November. Uh, and as usual, we normally do a, a year in review. Uh, because the 11th is actually next Wednesday, the podcast won't be released until Thursday morning. So expect it to arrive a day later. Um the other thing that I would advise as well is if you receive our monthly newsletter, we did advise you that the competition for this month to win a $100 gift voucher to Wild Earth will be um, the question that you need to respond to or you need to answer uh, is in next week, next week's episode. So if you want an opportunity to enter that and to win that gift voucher, you need to let, listen to next week's podcast. Okay, that's all for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed. That's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me. Something as simple as offering to go uh, on a hike with someone, if you're not a usual hiker, go on a hike with someone who uh, doesn't have a hiking body. (laughs) And for me, the GSI Essential, the Cedar Summit X Cup, um, this is a collapse. Going slightly different from here, the Wakako, I can't get the pronunciation on here, the Wakako from here, we'll go slightly different uh, and we'll look at the Wakaka. Wakaka.